serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. For Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades Baseball. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in the Mink League is on the air as Blake Gazaway and Grayson Smith are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball is brought to you by Centurion Communications, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins Ford, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Cards, Edward Jones, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Ponchero, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, and Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Jefferson City Renegades Radio Network, Blake Gazaway. Had a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you from Liberty Park Stadium in Dayfield as we are coming to you from Sedalia, Missouri, as the Jefferson City Renegades playing on the road here for a one-game road trip in Sedalia, Missouri, as they take on the uh, Sedalia Bombers in a South matchup in the Mink League. Joined uh, tonight by Grayson Smith and... Uh, you know, the Renegades, they've had a tough stretch here over the last couple of games. They've got to find a way to get in that win column. Yeah, they had a rough game last night as they lost 11 to nothing, and they were run-ruled, and the game ended in the eighth inning. I'm hoping for some better offense tonight. I'm hoping for some better pitching tonight as the score the previous night before was 4-2. to two. So I'm really hoping for the offense to jumpstart. In the first game of the season, it was slow against the Sedalia Bombers, but it kicked back up in the end as they had a comeback win. But I'm just hoping to see some early offense and get some runs on the board early. Well, they were able to pick up, as you said, pick up that win the first game of the season. That was an 8-7 to win. And then uh, we didn't see them for a while and uh, faced them last Sunday as, sorry, uh, two Sundays ago that would be, as the uh, Bombers played at Jefferson City. That was a 6-3 loss. And then uh, we matched up last Friday. That was a uh, 7-0 win over the Bombers, so this will be the fourth meeting of the season. There's still two more meetings this month before June is up, so we're very familiar, we'll be very familiar 
with uh, the Bomber squad after the uh, month of June. as There will only be one more game between the two squads in the uh, season. Well, this game also has some implications for the uh, South Division as Joplin Outlaws there in first place in the South Division. They're sitting at a record of 9-6. and six. They're riding a three-game win streak. And then both these two teams here tonight, they're both a game and a half back, both riding two-game loss uh, streaks as the Renegades coming in at 7-7 seven and seven, and the Bombers coming in at 6-6. Six and six. So both also sitting at 500. They're, they're mirrored very well. And then uh, the Nevada Griffins, they are coming in last place. They're three full games back as they sit at 5-8 and eight on the season. And they're riding a four-game losing streak. So they've had a uh, tough road as uh, doesn't get any better for them, though, as they're going to be playing tonight at Joe Becker Stadium in Joplin, taking on the Joplin Outlaws. So they have a tough task. We know about that. That's who we saw last night. And they have a tough, tough task ahead of them. In the North Division, well, it's been this way all season, but it's pretty much not really a close race of any means unless you're looking at uh, the last position as the Clarinda A's. They're riding a six-game win streak. They own uh, sole possession of first place. They're at a record of 10-2. and two. St. Joseph Mustangs, they're three full games back. Their record 7-5. and five. And then six and a half games back, that's the uh, Des Moines Peak Prospects as well as the Chillicothe Mudcats. They're both sitting at 4-9 and nine on the season. Two-game losing streak for Des Moines and a one-game losing streak for Chillicothe. So it is uh, a race to see who's going to finish in last place there as uh, our South Division, just opposite of that, it's really a race of who's going to see uh, who's going to finish in first place. But that's why we play baseball. We're not quite halfway through the season, so we still have a lot of games left and uh, particularly quite a few left here, just including in this month, as uh, we'll be here on the road tomorrow. We'll be back at home, and uh, we'll have the Joplin Outlaws there. And then Wednesday, a rain date. Don't think we're going to need that, as I don't think tonight or tomorrow's game will get rained out. And then Friday and Saturday, we make the long trek to Clarinda, Iowa, to take on the A's, that doubleheader for 5 and 7.30, that on Friday. And then Saturday, we'll be in Des Moines to take on the peak prospects. Again, that a 5 and 7.30 doubleheader start time. And then... Uh, well, we'll get to know, as we said, these Bombers pretty well as Monday and Tuesday we'll have games with the Bombers as uh, Sunday's game will be at Jeff City at home. And then uh, then we'll turn right back around here and be here a week later. So a week from tonight we'll be here in Sedalia as uh, the Renegades will be taking on the Bombers. And then uh, have the 29th off and the 30th we'll play a home game as uh, the St. Joseph Mustangs come to town. And then uh, we'll take a break and get set for July as uh, really the way the schedule's played out, June has pretty much been the, uh, the home game opportunities, and July, is uh, much of it is on the road, including a three-game homestead with Nevada, one at home, two at Nevada, and then, uh, then a couple games with Joplin. So it will be, uh, will be quite a bit of travel, but it is what it is, and that's how the season has shaked out so far. Tonight's uh, other Mink League action, of course, as we said here at Liberty Park Stadium in Dayfield in Sedalia. Bombers hosting the Renegades at uh, Joe Becker Stadium in Joplin. The Nevada Griffins are on the road at Joplin taking on the Outlaws. And uh, the uh, Clarinda A's, they're hosting the Chillicothe Mudcats. That is uh, set for a 7.05 first pitch. That'll be at Clarinda Municipal Stadium in Clarinda. So a couple, three games to uh, catch tonight or possibly tune in. I know at least... Uh, There'll be two broadcasts, one for Joplin and one for Nevada, even though they're both at the same location. And I don't think uh, Chillicothe, they might have a live stream on Facebook Live. I don't think Clarinda has 
Well, no, the Mudcats do have, now that I think about it, they've got uh, a radio station that covers them, and Clarinda, I think, live streams it on Facebook. But hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. As we said, Blake Gasway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. As we are just about eight or nine minutes away from the start of our ball game here. As I looked around unsuccessfully to find the starting lineup for the uh, Bombers, but we'll get that in a minute. So we are going to take a break because they're going to have a presentation and uh, present the, the uh, colors and also have the first pitch. So we won't take our break just yet as they'll have the first pitch here. And they'll present the colors in just a second. So beautiful night. It's crazy. We're 25-degree difference from last night to tonight with our game temperature uh, coming in under 75 degrees. It's going to be about 73 once the uh, game time gets here and we get ready for baseball. So it's going to be a great night for baseball for sure. Take some pictures here, then we'll have the presentation of the colors. This ballpark, we were talking about it, Grayson, before the game. It's it's an interesting ballpark from the standpoint of it's all turf. And we don't see that a lot, but it's a very fast park. As you hit a chomper, take about one bounce, two, and it'll be it'll be in the outfield. So it's a very fast park. It's also different to slide here. You know, you, you basically, you flop on the ground, and that's where you're at. <laughs> yeah, we have, I remember the first game of the season, I just remember seeing some weird bounces. I remember seeing a wild pitch bounce off home plate and went over the roof. So I'm expecting to see some different things with the field. But Yeah, you do have to slide, as I said, different. Otherwise, you just end up right there where you, where you started. So no presentation of the colors just yet. We'll get the starting lineups for your Jefferson City Renegades who come in at 500 at 7-7 seven seven on the season. They'll start uh, with left fielder batting leadoff will be Tommy Reether. Batting second will be center fielder in Brady Voss. Batting third will be first baseman Carter Mice. I uh, posted last night, we presented him with the athlete of the week before the game yesterday. Didn't have a chance to do it before the game, but uh, or talk about it much before the game and post our pictures, but uh, had a picture of him with the plaque that he got. Uh, and He's got the inaugural athlete of the week presented by the Show Me Sports Network. Batting fourth will be catcher in Hamilton Anderson. Batting fifth will be right fielder Andrew Patton. Batting sixth, shortstop Joseph Kuhlholz. Batting seventh will be at second base. That's Ben Burton. Designated hitter number eight is Dawson Schumann. And uh, batting ninth, playing third base, will be Jason Marte. And on the mound will be uh, Braden Boyer. So he will get the start for the uh, Renegades. As uh, his line, he comes in at 0-0, pitched in three games, has a 0.00 ERA. He has six innings pitch, six strikeouts, one walk, and given up seven hits. So that will be his line. We're going to try to pick these up as we go for the Bombers. They sit at 6-6 six and six on the season. I'll let you pick it up off the PA announcer here.
I didn't catch who the pitcher was, Austin Draji. That's who it is. Trying to pick these up, as we said. So we will have a uh, break here as we honor the American flag here. As you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Through the years, we've faced events that have challenged our lung health, and respiratory therapists save lives through them all. We've come a long way since the iron lung, but respiratory therapy remains an essential piece to patient care. Heroically working on the front lines of COVID-19, respiratory therapists dedicate their lives to save yours. Essential to patient care, to our care. Take time to thank a respiratory therapist for saving lives every day. Parents, catching kids being good is at the heart of every parenting strategy you'll find at boystown.org slash parenting. We've got parenting guides, articles, videos, quick tips, and even live parent talks on Facebook with Boystown experts. Visit boystown.org slash praise to receive your 10 ways to praise magnet. It's a great reminder to catch them being good and that great parenting advice is just a click away. Nice presentation of the flags by the Junior ROTC. As we are just about set to get our ball game underway on the mound for the Bombers will be Austin Drodge. He has a record very similar to Boyer's as no wins, no losses, a 0.00 ERA. He's only pitched in one game, though. Had one inning to work, one strikeout, one walk, and surrendered one hit. That was the 14-9 win for the Bombers on June 15th as they were playing at Nevada against the Griffins. As we said, for Boyer, he enters no wins, no losses, 0.00 ERA. He has started one game. He's pitched in three total games, six innings of work, six strikeouts, one walk, seven hits. So I think for the Renegades tonight, really for them, a key to their success is they're going to have to find a way to uh, score early. 
Stepping in first will be uh, the left fielder. That's Tommy Reether. He's from Washington, Missouri, 5'10", 190-pound left-handed batter, right-handed throw, a junior at Missouri S&T. As he digs in, he says he is ready. First pitch, that one downstairs, ball one. We see Reether move up in the lineup. He was batting around seven last night, and he's back up to the leadoff spot today, hoping to get things done early. He's going to break his bat and hit it right to the first baseman, and I should say that thing just dissipated and came apart, and he... Well, that's the barrel and three-quarters of the handle just made its way to the infield brown-colored turf, which would be the dirt, and he's going to be out number one. We saw a broken bat like that very first game here at Liberty Park. We saw with Denoyer, his bat flew out the shortstop. That bat uh, off of Reether just flew out the first base. Brady Voss steps in now, first pitch to him in, in there called strike one. He's playing center field tonight. Voss stepping in. He is Mr. HBP as he's leading the team with 12 hit-by-pitches. As he's from Lake St. Louis, Missouri, that one misses ball one. He's a six foot 175 pounder He's right-handed across the board, a sophomore at Missouri S&T. It's a 1-1 offering. That one's fouled into the dugout. I think made a pretty big clank over there. That one also misses. So that'll take us to three balls and one strike. The scoreboard just a little delayed at getting the... Looks like it's actually 2-2, according to the umpire. Well, that's what I had, but that one fouled off. Yeah, I thought that scoreboard was off. Must have somebody new running it. Try to give them the benefit of the doubt, though, is... Trying to do about six things at once, miss some things. That'll be a hard hit ball into right field. And it's going to go out of play, so we'll do it again. I think it went out of play. Can't really tell down the right field line here as we sit just kind of opposite of where we sit at home. Not quite as close, but a great vantage point. We can see down third base line. That's 310 down there, 356, 365. And 375, just about straight away. That one misses. That'll take a count at three balls and two strikes. So Boss trying to stay alive here as the payoff pitch from Drodge on its way. Walked him. So he will be standing on first base with a one-out walk. Now stepping in will be first baseman Carter Mize. He's from St. Louis, Missouri, a 6'2", 200-pounder. He's a left-handed batter and thrower. He's a junior at Missouri Baptist. Boss still working up his on-base percentage with another walk. Yeah, he has found a way to get on. My steps in hitting a 345. I know it frustrates him having all these hit-by-pitches because he would like nothing more than to be able to swing the bat and try to get a hit, but he just doesn't have the opportunity. Going to throw to first base. Back yeah, he's in time. A, he's found a painful way to get on base, but at least he is getting on base. That's the thought that counts. Yeah, his on-base percentage is... Through the roof, but might as well show bunt that pitch way upstairs. Ball one. So we said hopefully you're enjoying listening to tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazzaway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. So we're bringing you coverage all season long. Might as well show bunt. He'll bunt it foul oh. down the third base line. If that thing was any more fair, that would have been the perfect 
bunt base hit. There's a little bit of a shift on my since he is batting left-handed. So third baseman is closer to the shortstop side. So if he bunted that right, that could have bunted both the runners over and made a first and second, but instead it goes foul. And if he can place it just right, that's, that's a perfect base hit. Some of these in trouble for parking somewhere they shouldn't. 1-1 one, one pitch, that one's going to be fouled off and out of play. Always double-check, make sure it's not my car. It's not. Not even hear the license number. So one ball, two strikes, one out here as we play in the top of the first inning. Eyes will hit a monster in the air, and that's going to go into foul territory, and the third baseman cannot get it. Boy, I thought he was going to run headfirst into the fence over there. He was actually about three or four feet away from it, but that thing went up a mile high. Yeah, he was trying to go for the -the over-the-shoulder basket catch, but just missed it, just like a foot away from his glove. So Mize is still alive, had one ball and two strikes, has Voss at first base. Renegades really need to find a way to get some runs early here. That's been their Achilles heel of sorts is getting down in a hole and get too far down in it. Mize will line it out. He'll have a single as he's got a base hit into right field. He'll be standing at first base. That was a good piece of hitting. Just a hanging breaking ball to Mize, and he just shoots it into the right field. I gotta say, too, did you see how easy that swing was for him? He has, he has such a nice, easy swing. Yeah, it such is such a good. It is just a smooth, easy motion. So two on, one out here for catcher Hamilton Anderson. He's leading the team with a 4.17 clip from the plate. As Anderson from Columbia, Illinois, he's 6'3", 200-pounder, left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, freshman, right here in Sedalia at State Fair Community College. So he's very familiar with this ballpark. Knows where the uh, where the good places to hit the ball are. Is the Liberty Park Stadium in Dayfield. That's home of the State Fair Roadrunners, as well as the Bombers, of course, and then the Smith Cotton Tigers. That first pitch upstairs, ball one. Pretty much if you're a male playing baseball, you play it right here at Dayfield. 1 0 pitch is forthcoming. That one's. Going to be ripped foul. As I said, he knows this ballpark. Just rips that one into the corner, and that would have had home run distance. If he can straighten that out, the right field line is only 290. Unlike the left field line, that's 310. If he can straighten that out, it could be a short home run, but he could put three runs on the board. That had the home run distance, had the home run ticket punch, but ran out of real estate over there. So it'll make it even at one ball and one strike. As pitcher, garage, will check the runner at second. That pitch in there for called strike two. Not sure he'll be taking that pitch again. So Anderson will dig back in. One ball, two strikes, one out. Next offering on its way, that one outside and low. So that'll even the count at two balls and two strikes. They will take a lead at second base. That's Voss after he was walked, and Mize had a single. He's still on first base. Anderson will hit a hot shot to first base. 
That will end up being a fielder's choice. But it'll move the runners over. So now they've got something cooking here with two outs. Right fielder Andrew Patton steps in. Patton from Columbia, Missouri. A 6'2", 200-pound right-hander across the board. He's a junior at Newman. He digs in. He's hitting a 238. First pitch to him. He's going to hit a high fly ball to right field. Going back on it and making the grab for out number three is the right fielder. And a pop out in foul territory. So that will be no runs with two runners left on here as we go to the bottom of the first inning. You're listening to exclusive coverage, Renegades Baseball, here on the Show Me Sports Network. It doesn't matter how you say it, as long as you say it often. Praise your child at least four times for every time you correct them, and you'll be on your way to raising a confident, caring kid. 4 to 1 Praise is just one of the many parenting tools from the experts at Boys Town. Visit boystown.org praise to receive your 10 ways to praise magnet. It's a great reminder to keep it positive and that helpful parenting advice is just a click away. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T Acronym stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner they're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. We go to the bottom of the first inning. And still scoreless, zero to zero. As Braden Boyer on the mound for the Renegades. They sent five batters to plate. Left two on base, had one hit, but could not get a run across the plate. But considering the last several games they had, that's a good start for them for the game. Leading off the ball game for the Bombers will be second baseman Kellen Williamson. He's a team leading 480 right now. He's got 12 hits, including two doubles, seven RBIs, five walks. He has hit, been hit three times, struck out twice. He finds a way to put the ball in play and get on base. Hopefully Boyer can be the change that we need in pitching. Pitching has lost a lot of its command lately, and they've given up a lot of runs. As They obviously lost by 11 runs last night. So we're hoping to see more command, more strikes being thrown, and just preventing runners from being on base and scoring. And Boyer has the start for tonight's game here in Sedalia. So we're playing bottom of the first inning, scoreless. First offering from Boyer. That one's going to be down the first base line, and that's fair. So he'll be on his way to second base. If he's not going to try to make it a triple, they're going to put up the stop sign, tell him to hold it second as Patton eventually gets over to it. But that thing was inches down the line, and he has a leadoff double. That makes him 
three on the season. Spencer Nevins, he steps in. He is making his Bombers debut, so don't have any stats or anything on him. Nevins, he's playing shortstop tonight. He'll dig in. Runner on second base. Nobody out on the first pitch, taking to the right field corner. Boyer will check the runner. Now it's first offering. That one upstairs, ball one. Boyer again digs into the turf. We said this is an all-turf field here at Day Field. That pitch in there for strike one. Leaving the count at one ball and one strike. It's an interesting park. If you haven't had a chance to come here, I highly recommend coming to a game here in Sedalia. Other thing they have is a giant scoreboard. I appreciate that. It's easy to see. It is very nice to see. That pitch misses. I don't know where, but missed nonetheless. It'll take it to two balls and one strike. Nobody out here. Leadoff runner on second base. That's Williamson. He had a leadoff double. First pitch swinging. Nevins heading the count at two balls and one strike. Boyer's next offering. That one's going to be fouled. It's going to be down the third base line. And making the grab in foul territory is Marte, they're going to have a chance for a double play, and he's going to dive to the base, and they're going to say he's safe. I don't know how he's safe. He must have done a swim move to get out of the tag. Otherwise, Marte totally beat him to the bag. Marte dives and gives up his body on this turf. But he is... Not rewarded for that effort. That was some good base running, though, for the Bombers. There's no one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. There's no one covering the third base bag. A heads-up play for sure. Catcher Zach Dillman hitting a 293 clip. He'll step in. First pitch inside and high. Ball one. As we said... Williamson over on third base. This has also been something that's plagued the Renegades. Strike called there, so I'll even count at one and one. But the aggressive base running of the opposing teams seems like every time we get a batter, there's somebody standing in scoring position. 1-1 pitch on its way. Reaches out and just throws the bat at it, does Dillman. And coming in, Patton's going to make the catch. And they're going to have a play at home. And he's going to be safe. And that will be a Bombers 1-0 lead. Anderson tried to make the tag. The throw was just offline. So that will put them ahead at 1-0. So some heads up base running. Leads to the very first run of the ball game. And like you said, it was a strong throw from Patton. I mean, it was just a bit offline. Uh, Anderson had to reach out to tag him, but just missed. First pitch downstairs, first baseman, Jacob McWhorter. McWhorter steps in ahead in the count at 1-0. Boy, whoever's wearing 21 has been out there for bat all game long. 
That's what the scoreboard says. That one called strike one. They'll even count at one ball and one strike. We He's also battling out there. We, we also have the zero on the bottom of the second inning, too. So I think it's a one-man show tonight. He might be doing it by himself. Bouncing ball is going to be taken by Mize at first base. He'll glove over to Boyer for out number three. But the Bombers get a run, and they lead one to nothing. As we'll go to the top of the second inning. We've only played one inning, right? Yes, sir. Here comes. I just want to double check because the scoreboard says we're going to the third inning. Just want to double check, but we're going to the top of the second. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Wow. Big things going on in the world lately. With so much confusion, it's easy to feel lost and overwhelmed. We all want to believe in something. And the most important cause of all is your amazing self. YourLifeYourVoice.org has answers and advice for teens who feel left out and are starting to doubt themselves. You have so much to offer. YourLifeYourVoice.org can help you find it. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Well, we go to the top of the second inning. They're honoring Ron Ditzfeld here at Liberty Park Stadium. He passed away here this last year. He was a huge part of Mink League Baseball coming to town here in Sedalia. Also, he's a huge supporter of everything there is to do in Sedalia. So he is greatly missed in the community. And they're presenting a... Nice little memorial to him. So we'll go to the top of the second inning as the leadoff hitter six, seven, and eight. That'll be Joseph Keelholz. He's playing shortstop tonight. Keelholz from Bonnets Mill, Missouri, 5'11", 195-pounder, left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, freshman at Northwest Missouri State. He said a nice round of applause as they commemorate Ron Ditzfeld here in Sedalia. As I said, he's pretty much supports supported everything possible in Sedalia. I had the pleasure of meeting him a couple of times, and he was an outstanding gentleman and a great Sedalian, and he will truly, truly be missed by the community here. So we'll get back underway here in just a little bit. As I said, honoring his legacy that he will leave behind here. That batter six, seven, and eight coming to bat for the Renegades. I'll be Keelholz up, then second baseman Ben Burton, and then designated hitter in Dawson Schumann. 
Take a look at some of the other Mink League action for this evening. Chillicothe Mudcats out early against the Clarinda A's 2 to nothing. The Griffins up over the Outlaws at Joplin 1 to nothing. That's in the bottom of the first inning. So the Griffins played at 1. Joplin Outlaws looking to match or take the lead. As we said, it's cooled off. It's a uh, 74 degrees for the start of our game tonight, which is about 25 degrees cooler than it was yesterday. Yeah, it feels great tonight. The wind's been blowing. It was blowing last night, but just like Blake said, about 20 degrees cooler. And, I mean, it's just a perfect night for baseball. It feels great outside. Thank goodness we got the game in when we did last night because I was headed back to Columbia and about Ashland. I got into a hurricane. First pitch to Keelholes is in there for a called strike one. It was blowing hard enough that uh, there was a group of cars that I was in, didn't know who I was with, but just happened to all be traveling the same direction. That went inside, ball one. But we were going about 40 miles an hour on the highway there. You couldn't drive much faster than that because the wind was blowing and it was blowing the rain across the road. And I just hoped the car in front of me didn't drive off in the ditch because I'd have followed them because I was just following their taillights. Bouncing ball is going to be hit to the second baseman. He'll glove throw over to first and retire. Keel holes in a 4-3 put out. Yeah, I was driving home, and I didn't get the hurricane you had, but I definitely saw a ton of lightning outside right by my house. And I'm not sure if we got much. I think I slept through it all, but luckily everything was fine when I woke up. Ben Burton, second baseman, he steps in now. He takes the first one for a ball. He's from Wellsville, Missouri, 5'10", 175-pounder. He's right-hander across the board. He's a freshman at Lindenwood. That one outside. I'll make it two balls and no strikes as that hits the wooden backstop here. Burton hitting a 172. That pitch straight down central for called strike one. So Burton will dig back in. Next pitch on its way. That one misses just upstairs. He had to lay off that. Wise choice as he'll be given three balls and one strike. 3-1 3-1 pitch, swing and a miss. That'll make it full at three balls and two strikes. Renegades wearing their road navy uniforms. That one fouled out of play. Wearing those navy tops with the white trim around the yellow Renegades printed across the chest and the yellow Renegades logo on the back with the gray pants. Full count pitch is going to be hit back up to the pitcher off his glove. Shortstop will field it. He'll throw and low and not in time. And I might have ended up in the dugout, but Burton will end up at second base. So he's got something going here. He'll be standing at second base with one out as designated hitter Dawson Schumann will step in. Schumann from Jefferson City. He's a six foot, 215 pounder, right handed batter, thrower, freshman at Westminster. Schumann steps in, right-handed batter, one-out runner on second. That one just about tried to take my foot off. I can tell you I felt that on the bottom of my foot, even through the boards that are here. Well, he's down in the count at 0-1. Well, we finally have number 21 at bat, as that's been on the scoreboard <laughs> the entire game. Schumann wearing number 21 tonight. That one called strike two, so Schumann down in the count at no balls and two strikes. One out here as we play in the top of the second inning. 
Malmer's leading one to nothing. There'll be a step off there as pitcher Draji. He steps off. Next pitch, that one in there called strike three. Burton, excuse me, Schumann could not lift the bat off his shoulder. That'll be out number two. Burton still standing down at second base. Now stepping in will be third baseman for tonight. And Jason Martez from Bronx, New York. Six foot, 185 pounder. Again, he's right handed across the his bat and his throw. He's a freshman here at State Fair Community College. First pitch swinging and a miss for strike one. He was fooled on that breaking ball. I think it was nowhere close to, nowhere close to the zone. Marte again knows this ballpark very well as well. Burton acts like he's going to go to third. Does not. He had a healthy lead down there. That one called a ball, so leaving the count of one ball and one strike. They're not really holding him on. One-one offering. That one's fouled towards the first base dugout. So that'll put Marte down in the count at one ball and two strikes. Two outs here as Burton standing on second base. Burton has a lead there. He'll take a little more. He's going to break for third, but does not go. That one misses. Again, didn't miss by much. But missed by enough. Marte hitting a 120 on the season so far. We'll see if the Renegades are going to be aggressive on the base pass. We saw that with the Outlaws last night. They stole about a gazillion bases last night. As anytime they'd be on base, they're immediately stealing. 2-2 pitch, swung on and missed, and that'll be strikeout. Number two for the ball game, and that's out number three. So we will go to the bottom of the second inning as the Bombers leading one to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage. Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Eyes on the road, hands on the wheel, safely drive that automobile. Eyes on the road, hands on the wheel. Safely drive that automobile. Eyes on the road, hands on the wheel. Eyes on the road. Hands on the wheel. Set the bar high and just go for it. You are destined for greatness. Is it my imagination? Or is everyone telling me I'm already the next big thing? Find your perfect self and follow your dreams. My dreams weren't going so well. For some reason, life was feeling dark and I couldn't snap out of it. All I needed was a little support and a few new ideas. Your life, your voice.org helped me get my life back on track. I can take it from here. We go to the bottom of the second inning as the Bombers leading one to nothing here. Already played in that one run. In the top of the first inning. It costs so little to teach a child to love. Got to stop my playlist there. Gideon Antle, he steps in. He is playing center field tonight. First pitch to him. Upstairs, ball one. Antle just hitting a 170 clip. He's had 12, sorry, eight hits. An 
Nine strikeouts. That one in there for strike number one. I'll even the count at one ball and one strike. Bowyer still on the mound, which we would expect only being in the bottom of the second inning here. That one's going to be fouled off, so Anta will be down in the count. One ball and two strikes. Sun working its way down. They don't quite have as tall a trees as we have. They don't have the big hill either that we do at Jefferson City. That pitch upstairs. So that takes it to two balls and two strikes. Boyer will get the sign he wants. Anderson will set up. There's going to be a high hit ball to left field going back on it is Reether. He's going to be at the warning track and make the grab. Boy, he didn't have much room left, but he didn't need any more. That sign over there says 356. What do you think he hit that, 354? Yeah, something like that, Three, 352. Something. It was not far from the wall. I mean, he was right on the warning track. So designated hitter Braden McGinnis steps in. He's Hitting fourth on the team with a 3.03. He's a right-handed batter. First pitch to him with one out. He's going to sky that one. It's going to go well out of play in foul territory down the third baseline. So we'll have an 0-1 pitch as Boyer will step off the mound. Now he'll dig back in. Guinness. Down in the count at 0 and 1. That one on the inside part of the plate. That takes it to one ball and one strike. One one pitch. That's going to be a chopper hit to Marte at third base. He'll glove it. Throw over to first base to Mize in time. Had to look into that sun, but he gets it for the 5 3 put out. The one bad thing about this ballpark is he's pretty much got a face full of sun no matter how you cut it. Right fielder in Braden DeSonia will step in. He's hitting a 240. First pitch, that one's upstairs, ball one. They called him Brian, but his uh, point streak thing in the roster says Braden. He'll foul that one off, so that'll even the count at one ball, one strike. That one quickly gets out of play. So one ball, one strike to count. That one downstairs. That takes it to one ball, two strikes in the on-deck circle. Left fielder Duffin Makings. Two balls, one strike count, two outs here. Sonia will hit a hard-hit ball to center field. Coming up on it and making the grab is Voss, and that will be a 1-2-3 inning. That's also something we haven't seen that often from the Renegades. So they'll have a 1-2-3 inning. We'll go to the top of the third. Still one to nothing, Bombers lead. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
It costs so little to teach a child to love and so much to teach him to hate. These simple but profound words from our founder are at the core of each parenting strategy you'll find at boystown.org slash parenting. Teach me respect. Teach me patience. Teach me love. Visit boystown.org slash magnet to receive a teach love magnet as a reminder that the change we want to see in our world begins at home. And Boystown is there to help along the way. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now there are vaccines and they are the very first step that let us get back to what we miss most. It's okay to have questions. Is it safe? Should I wait? Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. We'll go back to the top of the lineup as hitters one, two, and three will come to the plate. That'll be Tommy Reether leading off the inning. He's going to hit a high fly ball in the center field, and it'll be caught for the first out of the top of the third inning. He gave it a ride, but came up quite a way short there. Center fielder Brady Voss will step in now. He was issued a walk his first time at bat. First pitch to him, swing and a miss, strike one. Haven't uh, had a hit by pitch in several at bats, so it's about time he gets one of those dialed in. Has 12 on the season. That one outside, ball one. Now, I don't see the target on his elbow pad. Yeah, he doesn't, one there. he doesn't crowd the plate either. He's going to chop that one out of play. That'll go foul down the third baseline. So he'll be down in the count. One ball and two strikes. Said he leads the Renegades with hit by pitches. He also leads the Mink League. If not, uh, he might also have a Mink League record for a season. Still trying to investigate that. That pitch outside. Evens the count at two balls and two strikes. Here's we play in the top of the third. Bombers leading one to nothing after they plated one run in the bottom of the first inning. Pitcher will step off. That's Drodge. He will have the one-two pitch on its way. That one's going to be fouled out of play. So we'll do. The 2-2 pitch again. Boss again digs back in. 2-2 pitch. He's going to hit a bouncing ball to third base. And it's going to be fair, and he will miss glove it. And Voss is going to leg it out, and he will be standing on first base with a one-out single. Couldn't tell if uh, that maybe hit the base. Popped differently than what the third baseman was expecting. Carter Mize will step in, first baseman. He is one for one with a single into right field. He'll show bunt, ball way downstairs for ball one. Mize has such a comfortable batting stance when he's up to bat. Probably the most... Have a throw down to first base. That pitch was a ball. Throw down, try to get Voss off of first base. He slides head first in there safely. I was going to say the most valid reason Mize 
has been doing so well at the plate. I mean, he has such he's so comfortable in the box. He just barely moves, just moves his elbow a little bit. 2-0 pitch, swing and a miss. Fold him on that pitch, so it will be 2-1 and one to count. He also has a nice and easy swing when he does connect. Didn't connect there, but when he does, it's a, it's a beautiful swing. So Mize will dig back in, two balls, one strike to count. He'll foul that one off, so leaving it 2-2. Two and two. Lost standing at first base. He's had a walk, and he got that single on that play at third base. So 2-2 pitch forthcoming. And a hot shot. It's going to be another single into right field. Voss is going to be on his way to third base. And he's going to get down. He's going to slide off. And he's going to be out because he slid past the bag. He's going to be thrown out. I, I totally... The throw beat him there at the bag, but he slid off, but I don't think the tag was applied to him. So I totally think he was safe right there, but umpire obviously disagrees, so. Well, I think they're making me eat my words, as I said, pretty much here. When you slide, you're just there where you're at. He actually overslid, so I'm thinking that turf must must not have a lot of the, uh, the, the, uh, the uh, tread on it. As that one first pitch hit right back up the middle, Anderson almost took the pitcher's arm off, and he's going to be standing at first base with a single straight up the middle with two outs. Now this, I mean, even though run was thrown out of third, no run scored yet. This is exactly what you saw like to see. They, that's three or two straight hits, three straight hits. Sorry, can't remember all of a sudden. Three straight hits, and I mean, offense is finally lighting it up and showing their all-around talent. Andrew Patton, the right fielder, he'll step in. He flew into right field. And his only at bat in the game so far. Runners on first and second. He's going to hit that one. It's going to go foul as he rips it into the right field corner. Trying to take it the opposite way. Runners on first and second. That's Mize on second. Anderson at first. Mize having a two-for-two night. Anderson having a one-for-two night. 0-2 pitch to Patton. Will be forthcoming. Pitch on its way. That one upstairs. That takes it to one ball and two strikes. Patton trying to give his team a tie ball game or take the lead. That one in the turf. Nobody will advance. Bounced. It's about the front of the batter's boxes. So Patton steps back in. Two balls, two strikes to count. Two outs here, two on. He'll foul that one straight back. So we'll do it again. Bombers leading one to nothing here as they plated a run in the first inning. Five hits for the Renegades, just one for the Bombers. That pitch is going to be hit right up the middle, and it's going to get through, and they're going to send Mize home as he's coming in. And throw is in time. Man, I don't know if I agree with that either. As it looked like Mize was in there. Mize took the long way around the base path, 
and stuck that arm out. And I thought he was in there, but... Yeah, I did too. They say he was out, so that's two two calls there we didn't agree with, but that's why we're sitting on this side of the fence, not that side of the fence. <laughs> so we'll go to the bottom of the third inning as it's still a one to nothing Bombers lead. Renegades have gave it a heck of a try. And you know what? Under the circumstances of the last several games, I like the... I hate to see him get thrown out in both those situations, but I like the aggressiveness. Yeah, absolutely, I do too. We're going to pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. As the COVID-19 vaccines become available, you may be asking yourself, should I get it? Will it help me get back to doing the things I love, like meeting friends or traveling? And can I do it without putting my family at risk? You've got questions, that's normal. So visit GetVaccineAnswers.org for the latest information on the COVID-19 vaccines. Getting back to the moments we miss starts with getting informed. It's up to you. A message brought to you by the Ad Council and the CDC. Meet Norm. He lives with anxiety. But with the help of this latest innovation from Be Normal, he can be normal. Just like everyone else. With the swipe of a finger, you can project happiness, confidence, machismo why settle for being real when you can be normal the normal maker new from be normal this item doesn't really work because there's no such thing as normal we're all different what we like how our brains work in fact one in five of us live with mental illness don't filter who you are start by talking to someone you trust and remember there is no normal well we go to the bottom of the third inning is the Bombers will send batters 8, 9, and 1 to the plate. That's Duffin Makings. He will lead off the inning. He's playing left field for the Bombers this evening. So we go bottom of the third inning. First pitch from Boyer called strike one. As we said, I hate that the Renegades have got thrown out, but I like the aggressive base running that they are trying to do. One pitch, that one called strike two. Yeah, aggressive base running. I mean, even just getting on base, they struggle with that lately. And it's great to see they've racked up a lot of hits so far, just have not been able to score any runs. Two pitch on its way, that one upstairs, ball one. And they've got no runs, six hits, no errors. For the Bombers, they have one run on one hit and one error committed. One ball, two strike pitch on its way. That one's going to be fouled off. So we'll still stay at one ball and two strikes. Moyer again looks in. He'll get the sign he wants. One-two pitch on its way, and that's going to be a little blooper, and it's going to drop in center field for a base hit. So leadoff base hit for Duffin Makings, now stepping in third baseman and Brett Mooney. Mooney, a second in the team batting average with a 364. He's had eight hits, five ribbies. Nine walks, 12 strikeouts, though. Throw over to first base. Back safely was Makings. 
Boyer will dig back in on the mound. Runner's going to show to second but does not. And Mooney shows bump but pulls it back. Takes ball one. Ankins does have two stolen bases. Show bunt again. The throw over to first. Good play by Mize. Really had to stretch his arm to get that backhand throw. Yeah, Mize trying to whip around and get the tag. So Makings showing like he's maybe going to try to take second base here. Warriors 2-0 offering. That's going to be a hard hit ball towards right field. Coming over is Patton. He'll make the grab. And he'll throw to second to keep making at first base. So that will be the first down of the inning. So we play here in the bottom of the third. Now top of the order again we go to Kellen Williamson. He had a double, leadoff double, first pitch swinging double. Ended up moving to third base. On a uh, heads-up play on a foul ball. Then he ended up going home. That's how we've scored our one run. Throw over to first base. So Williamson will step back in. He's a left-handed batter. First pitch to him. Upstairs, ball one. He does lead the team, hitting 480, stepping into the ball game today. That Average has gone up for sure. Yeah, he's hitting about 500 now. 13 hits and 26 at-bats. Runner's going to go to second. That one a strike throw down to second. And runner safely in at second with a stolen base. Umpire never even made a call. Just presume safe. So makings at second base. Williamson even at the 1-1 count. Boyer looks in. His team trails one to nothing to the Bombers. Time called. Boyer was looking in a little longer than Williamson wanted. Again, Boyer looks in. Has the baseball in that right hand behind his back. Now he'll get set. 1-1 offering. Straight down central for called strike two. One ball, two strikes to count, one out here. So we play bottom of the third inning. Runner on second base. That's Makings. One-two pitch. That one's going to be hit foul. Marte going over. I think he's going to run out of room, and he does. Well, it dropped where he was standing, so he had a wall to contend with, though. So I don't blame him at all there. I really don't want to see anybody go crashing through the boards here. That would be pretty un- unfortunate. He also is looking straight into that sun as he's headed that direction. So still a 1-2 count with one out. Williamson. In the left-handed batter's box. That pitch, that one's going to be hit a mile high. Carter Mai is coming over for Chase. And he will make the grab. 
Four out, number two. Now stepping in will be shortstop Spencer Nevins. Said he's making his Bombers debut tonight. He's from somewhere, and he plays somewhere. That's about the best I can tell you. He's 0 for 1 on the night. He flew out, sorry, popped out in foul territory down third base. First offering to him outside, ball one. Nevins ahead in the count at one ball and no strikes. Two outs here. Runner on second base. Next offering. That one outside. Ball two. Boyer trying to get out of the predicament he's found himself in here. Two pitch on its way. That one also outside. Ball three. Lefty batter up to bat right now, but there's a huge gap between third base and shortstop. Marte is playing pretty close to the bag. Firehead might be playing closer to shortstop with a lefty batter up the base, but. That one down central for called strike one. So Bowyer battling back here after giving up a 3-0 count. He throws a strike. Making standing on second base. Three-one offering. That one downstairs walked him. So now it'll be runners on first and second with two outs here. Catcher Zach Dillman will step in. This is where the Renegades struggled last night. They'd get two quick outs, and then, I mean, they would just falter from there and give up some runs. It'd be either a hit or a walk, but as soon as there was two outs, it was never a one, two, three inning last night. I mean, they could just not keep the outlaws off the base pass, and this is what's happening right here in the third inning. First pitch to Dillman outside, ball one. Dillman does have five RBIs here on the season so far. So Boyer looks back in, has a runner at first base, and has a runner at second base. Check the runner at second, 1-0 pitch. That one in there for called strike one. So that'll take it to one ball, one strike. Two outs here, two on as we play in the bottom of the third inning. It's a one-to-nothing Bombers lead right now. 1-1 offering from Boyer. That's going to be a chopper. It's going to be fielded by Keelholz over to Burton for the out in a 6-4 putout. Most importantly, that gets us out of the jam we were in. So no runs scored in the inning, but the Bombers still lead one to nothing. We'll pause and be back as we go to top of the fourth inning. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now there are vaccines, and they are the first step that lets us get back to the things we miss most, like spreading the word without spreading concern, girls tripping instead of solo sipping, and talking smack with a side of mac and cheese. It's okay to have questions about COVID-19 vaccines. Now, get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when COVID-19 vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. America's veterans have always stepped up and made great sacrifices. But with the COVID-19 crisis, 
many veterans are struggling to make ends meet or get the care they need. DAV has helped ill and injured veterans for 100 years, but today the need is greater than ever. You can help. Go to DAV.org to help provide critical support to veterans in need or to learn more about DAV's free programs and services supporting veterans. We go to the top of the fourth inning. Renegades will send hitters 6, 7, and 8 to the plate. That'll be Joseph Kielholz at shortstop. Second baseman Ben Burton will be on deck. And in the uh, next up will be designated hitter Dawson Schumann. He'll be the third at bat. And if all three of them or one of them could get on base, third baseman Jason Marte will step in. No runs, six hits, no errors for the Renegades. One run, two hits, and one error for the Bombers. That is something we've seen the last several games is the Renegades have had several hits, minus last night's game. Renegades have had several hits. The opponent they've had have not had that many. Nevada Griffin still leading the Joplin Outlaws at Joplin. That's top of the fourth inning. Griffin's leading one to nothing, and the Clarinda A's hosting the Chillicothe Mudcats. They lead six to three to the A's. So first offering to Keelholz. He's going to hit a high fly ball to right field. Right fielder going over for it. And he'll make the grab. I can't see it, but judging by Keelholz's reaction and the crowd clapping, that's out number one. Second baseman, Ben Burton, he steps in. He had a double, so he's one for one on the night. First pitch to Burton. That one misses ball one. And I don't know how catchers do that. This catcher's basically doing the splits right now as he's catching his pitcher. That one misses ball two. Hamilton Anderson also does that, kicks that leg out, crouches on the other leg and kicks the leg straight out. That one in there for called strike one. Two-one pitch. That one's going to be hit off the end of the bat, go foul. So that'll take us to two balls and two strikes. Dawson Schumann, the designated hitter for tonight's game in the on-deck circle. Two-two pitch on its way, and that one outside. And I'll take his full at three and two. So payoff pitch on its way. That one's going to be hit into foul territory. Going over is the first baseman, and he did not make the grab. I can read the crowd here. <laughs> it was yes, a collective groan from the crowd, so. It either went out of play or he did not make the catch. Because when I look to my right down the first baseline, all I see is Renegades. So payoff pitch will be forthcoming again as we play here in the top of the fourth inning. Bombers leading one to nothing. Payoff pitch. That went a little chin music. And they're going to say he went around on it. How do you go around on a pitch when it's at your face? 
Not sure. I don't even think he did go around, but. That was self-preservation right there for Burton as he was trying not to take that fastball across the chin. So Dawson Schumann will step in. First pitch to him called strike one. He is 0 for 1 with a strikeout in the game. A one pitch. Ooh, swing and a miss. He was fooled on that breaking ball. Yeah, he knew it too. It's a little cut swing, or check swing, I should say. O two pitch on its way. Swing and a miss for strike three. That'll be back-to-back strikeouts, although one of those questionable, but back-to-back strikeouts. So three up and three down, and that'll take us to the bottom of the fourth inning as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. What do you think you're doing, Kevin? I was just going to drive home. Ah, ah, ah. There are several warning signs present that you shouldn't be driving. Like hearing voices? Like your text-to-emoji ratio? Oh, man. The selfie. Selfie. Nailed it. We all have warning signs that let us know that we're probably not okay to drive. Mine is pretending to be your subconscious. Craig. Come on, man. Let's put a ride home. This is my husband, Alex Hussey. Alex is about two weeks away from coming home. Yeah, stop on the bomb. Lost my legs and left hand in an explosion. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. DAV helps veterans and their families get the benefits they've earned. Look at that smile! You did it! Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning here at Dayfield at Liberty Park Stadium in Sedalia, Missouri, as the Bombers leading the Renegades one to nothing right now. As for the Bombers, they will send to plate batters four, five, and six. They'll lead off with first baseman Jacob McWhorter. He is 0 for 1 as he hit into a 3-1 putout. Hill. Step in from the left-hand side of the plate. No landscaping needed here as this turf, this field, all turf. So he is deep and close into that batter's box. McWhorter. We'll have the first offering from Boyer. That one drops in for a beauty called strike one. McWhorter will step back in. Boyer's 0-1 offering, forthcoming. 0-1 pitch, swing and a miss, strike two. That was a big-time cut there. Could not connect with anything. No balls, two strikes. Next pitch on its way to McWhorter, swing and a miss. We're out number one. That's the first strikeout of the game. Making quick work of him for Boyer. Center fielder Gideon Antle steps in. He flew out to left field. His only at bat of the night. That one was about 353 feet on the warning track. And the wall, the uh, outfield wall there is 356. First pitch to Antle. He's going to hit a Bouncing ball to second base, glove it. Does Burton throw over to Mize for out number two? Thought maybe that got Boyer, but I think it just went right past him. So that goes for a 4-3 put out. 
Designated hitter Brandon McGinnis steps in. So either the announcer's crossed up or the program and or point streak is crossed up. I'm going to say it's Brandon. McGinnis's first pitch hits the, well, hit two of the three people behind home plate. I'm going to say it hit McGinnis, also hit the home plate umpire. So it'll be a two-out free base issue. Now stepping in will be Braden DeSonia. So DeSonia steps in with one on, two out, throw over to first base, runner back in time. That's McGinnis. Sonia playing right field. He flew into center field. So he's 0 for 1 in the game so far. Boyer, first pitch. That one in there called strike one. Bombers have a lot of lefties in their lineup, I just noticed. So do the Renegades. Yeah, right handed batters are seemingly hard to come by now. Another throw over to first base. That gets by Mize. They'll hold everybody up there as McGinnis will get to second with a passed ball. We've seen that happen several times for the Renegades. So McGinnis standing on second base. Sonia down in the count at 0-1. Two outs here. A pitch is going to be lined right up the middle and a base hit into center field, and that's probably going to score the run. They're going to have a play at the plate. Anderson gets it. But no tag applied as McGinnis scores. Boy, that's just the same thing we see on repeat. They get a runner with two outs on base, and somehow... He'll work his way around to second or third and get driven in. Yeah, he just took the words right out of my mouth. Sort of of like that last inning. Continues this inning. Duffin making steps in. Two outs, a runner on second base. They've already plated one. They only have three hits so far, but have two runs. Boyer's first offering to Makings is in there for called strike one. Makings does have a single and a stolen base. They couldn't get any further in the inning. That one's going to be fouled off. So it'll be no balls and two strikes, two outs here. As we play in the bottom of the fourth inning. We're just after 8 o'clock here at Liberty Park Stadium in Dayfield. In Sedalia, Missouri, Blake Gasaway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith here on the Show Me Sports Network. 0-2 pitch on its way. That one fouled off, so we'll do it again. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. If you haven't done so, be sure and like our Facebook page. We try to have all kinds of good things for you to see. We've got projected starters and final graphics and all kinds of other good things we post. So 0-2 pitch with two outs on its way. Runner's going to go to third. There's going to be a little blooper. Mize will field it, but it's going to be in foul territory. So 
they will backtrack, and McGinnis will go back to second. Makings will step back into the batter's box. This will be the fifth pitch, and we're still at 0-2 for the count. That was DeSonia, actually, on second, not McGinnis. Sonia takes a healthy lead. There's going to be a little blooper off the end of the bat coming over as Reether. He'll make the grab in left field, shallow left field for out number three. But the damage was done as they plated one run. They now make it a two-to-nothing ball game. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Every year, 4.5 million young adults between the ages of 18 and 24 visit the ER. It's every parent's nightmare. Umergency gives you all the tools you need to quickly and effectively manage your family's emergency. Umergency provides instant access to vital resources customized to your student's campus and local community, digital consent form, and built-in urgent alert button. Umergency gives you peace of mind when you need it most. Download your Umergency app now. Military life can have its challenges, but sometimes veteran life brings more. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Greg Gatson, Army veteran. DAV helps veterans and their families get the benefits they've earned. Today, I'm an entrepreneur, photographer, and public speaker, and I never tire of standing tall. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. My victory is just being the best that I can be. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. We go here to the uh, top of the fifth inning as they're having the future Bombers races. A couple of youngsters run to first base and put on a rather oversized pair of pants. They put an oversized jersey on at second base. At third base, they got to put on a helmet and head towards home base. They get a nice hand from the crowd as they have the future Bombers race around the base path here at Liberty Park Stadium. We go to the top of the fifth inning. It's a two-to-nothing ball game. Bombers leading. Only three hits for the Bombers. Six for the Renegades. So we'll take a look at the other Mink League games. For tonight, the Clarinda A's Still beating the Chillicothe Mudcats. It's now an 8-3 ball game. That at Clarinda, at Clarinda Municipal Stadium. And the Nevada Griffins still beating the Joplin Outlaws at Joplin by a score of 1 0. That at Joe Becker Stadium. That is the top of the fourth inning. So kind of a surprise there. As the Outlaws have been have been hitting a pretty big streak as of late. And riding three-game win streak. When you look at their last several games, they've had two games by finals of 16-6. to six. Those were run-ruled. Our game last night, 11 to nothing. That was run-ruled. So first pitch on its way to third baseman Jason Marte. That one called strike one. Next one in there called strike two.
So 0-2 pitch on its way. That one's going to be a chopper hit foul down the first baseline. So Marte will do it again. He has one at bat tonight, and that was a strikeout. Signs are going down, and it's now getting cooler here at the ballpark. I might have to go get a jacket. I did not bring one tonight. I totally forgot. That one called strike three. Got him looking. That'll be out number one. Now back to the top of the lineup, and Tommy Reether, he's 0 for 2 with a fly out to center field. His last at bat, the first at bat of the game, he hit into an out at first base unassisted. Now he has a new bat. He did shatter that bat. First pitch downstairs, ball one. The announcer is a little crossed up. He's in the middle of the lineup, but we're at the top of the lineup. Brady Voss in the on-deck circle. Bouncing ball is going to be hit to the second baseman. He'll glove it, throw over to first, and get the out for the 4-3 put out. So now stepping in will be center fielder in Brady Voss. He's had a walk and had a single and was thrown out at third base after he had that single. He's starting in center field tonight. First pitch outside, ball one. Bombers leading two to nothing here in Sedalia. Next offering, big swing and a miss there. Four strike number one. That evens the count of one ball and one strike. Next pitch, that one outside. That takes it to two balls and one strike. Carter Mize, first baseman. He's a two for two tonight. He's in the on-deck circle. Swing and a miss. Couldn't come up with that one. That's two balls, two strikes, two outs here. Bombers looking to retire the Renegades in a 1-2-3 fashion. And they do with the swing and a miss, and that's out number three. At the end of there were no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We head to the bottom of the fifth inning. As Bombers lead 2 to nothing, we'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. For the Renegades, no runs, six hits, one error. For the Bombers, they have two runs on three hits and one error. 
They will lead off in the inning. Number nine hitter and third baseman, Brett Mooney. So Mooney will step in. He is 0 for 1 with a fly out to right field. Mooney, a right-handed batter. Boyer's first offering. He's going to hit a chopper that's going to get into left field as it goes past the outstretched glove of Marte. And he'll have a first pitch swinging single. There's your example of sliding on the turf and going nowhere as Marte just tries diving for that ball, but he didn't really dive anywhere as he just kind of landed two feet away from him. Yeah, he just pretty much where he started is where he ended. So we'll go back to the top of the lineup in Kellen Williamson. He's got a fly out to first base, and he's also got a double. He led off the game with a double. Double Boyer will check Mooney on first base, throw over there. Back safely, no tag applied. Mize again will hold him on over there. He shades his eyes from the sun. He's looking directly into it as he has all night. Boyer's first offering. Swung on, missed. Might have got a seam of it, but either way, it'll be no balls in one strike with one out here in the bottom of the fifth runner on first base. Another throw over to first base. Boyer keeping an eye on Mooney. Mooney doesn't have any stolen bases listed. Show bunt, and it's going to go foul and into the dugout for the Bombers. So that will put Williamson down in the count at 0-2. Mooney did take second base there. Now he's going to try to bunt it again, and it's going to go foul down the third baseline. Bombers again trying to be aggressive on the base path. Add to their 2-0 lead. Boyer looks in. Shakes off one sign. Now he gets the one he wants. 0-2 0-2 offering. Ooh. Misses, apparently. Not sure where that ball was, but great breaking ball by Boyer. And just inside corner, but I guess it didn't hit the zone. One thing I can tell you is it was a pitch made here at Dayfield in Liberty Park Stadium in Sedalia, Missouri. Side of that, I don't know where it missed. <laughs> One ball, two strike count. Runner on second base. Boyer will step off. Dancing back there. Boyer will dig back in. The Bombers leading 2 to nothing here as we play in the bottom part of the fifth inning. Two runs on four hits and one error for the Bombers. That's going to be a high fly ball hit to right field. Patton going over, going back on it. He'll make the grab. Runner will tag and go to third base. And he'll be standing up safely. So there's out number one. 
Now stepping in will be Spencer Nevins. So Nevins will step in. He is hitting 0 for 1. Got out on a foul ball down the third baseline and took a walk. First one low, ball one. Nevins, a left-handed batter, his first game for the Bombers. Sun finally behind that group of trees over there. Big cut and a miss there. That'll even the count at one ball and one strike. Hopefully that helps Mize out a little bit there on first base. He's had to stare into that sun for the last hour and a half. One offering. That one called strike two. That makes the count one ball and two strikes. One out here, runner on third base. Bombers leading two to nothing. Nevins again 0 for 1 at the plate and has a walk tonight. 1 2 pitch on its way. That one upstairs. Couldn't get him to chase one outside the zone. So leaving the count of two balls and two strikes. Boyer still on the mound for the Renegades. Has given up those two runs and four hits. Oh, 2-2 pitch to Nevins. He's going to sky one. Left fielder, center fielder coming over. Reether will make the grab. He's going to throw home for a play at the plate. Looks like it's online, and Hamilton Anderson can't make the tag as it took him just too far down the third base line. Reether... Knew it was going to be a close play at the plate, and really nothing Hamilton Anderson could do there as that throw was just a hair off line, not by much. I tell you what, my maybe six inches. Yeah, I mean, there have been great throws at the home plate by both sides tonight. Anderson's just been pretty unlucky. It's been just a tad bit offline. He hasn't been able to get the tag down. And that makes it a 3 nothing ball game now. And only four hits for the Bombers. Zach Dillman, the catcher, he's 0 for 2. He'll step in. Bombers lead 3 to nothing here as we play in the bottom of the fifth inning. Three runs on four hits and one error for the Bombers. First pitch. Dillman fouls that one off. Don't think he wanted that one. That was out of the zone, but he connects to the bat. No runs, six hits, one error for the Renegades. A one offering to Dillman on its way. That one misses. Ball one. Yeah, misses with quotation marks. One ball, one strike, two outs here. Should have been strike. So it's a now a three to nothing ball game. Bombers leading. Dillman digs back in. That one swung on and missed. I'll take it to one ball and two strikes. Again, Boyer trying to get out of the inning here. Despite the score, he's really pitched a decent game, only allowing four hits so far through the bottom of the fifth inning here. That one's going to be hit right up the middle. Trying to glove it was Burton, and it goes through to center field, so that will be a two-out single. Yeah, Boyer has been pretty unlucky. I mean... Anyway, the Bombers are hit. It just gets right in a little gap. I told you it's a fast ballpark here. As 
it's all turf, so you hit a ball with some velocity, and it will get out of the infield in a hurry. First baseman Jacob McWhorter steps in. He has a strikeout and a 3-1 putout, so he's 0 for 2 on the night. And the runner on first base, that's Dillman after getting that two-out single. Bombers lead 3-0, first offering, swing and a miss. Good curveball. Yeah, got him fooled on that. Got him off balance, too. That one in the, I guess you'd call it the proverbial dirt, but it's turf here, so Anderson keeps it in front of him. No balls, one strike to count. McWhorter steps back in from the left-hand side of the plate. Again, he is very close to the front and the back of that batter's box. Swing and a miss for strike number two. His left toe, big toe in his left foot has to be touching that. Now it looks like it's over the batter's box line. His pinky toe's got to be over it too. 0-2 pitch, that one outside upstairs, ball one. He's braver than I am as I would not want to be that close to the plate. Yeah, I was never, when I played baseball, I never... I was never a crowder. I, you know, I was kind of like Brady Voss. I always got hit by the pitch. He's not crowding it, but he's not standing away from it either. There's going to be a ball nice caught catch. on the fly by Burton, so he redeems himself from unable to grab the one earlier that went straight up the middle, and he catches that one on the fly and robs McWhorter of what probably would have been at least a single, if not having extra bases. So that takes us to the end of the fifth inning, but... The Bombers put up another run. They lead three to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We go to the top of the sixth inning here at Liberty Park Stadium, Dayfield here in Sedalia, Missouri. As the the uh, Bombers leading three to nothing, the Renegades will send hitters three, four, and five to the plate. That'll be Carter Mize, the first baseman. He's got a two for two night, trying to make it three for three. He'll show bunt, take it for a ball. He has a two for two night. As I said, he was thrown out at home in the third inning, but I like the aggressiveness trying to get on the board. He's going to hit that one, little blooper, and we'll see if it falls. Over-the-shoulder grab is going to be made by the shortstop. He had to track it down. That had a lot of English on it, but he is able to retire Mize after two pitches. 
Catcher Hamilton Anderson will step in now. He's hit into a fielder's choice at first base and had a single straight up the middle. First pitch to him. He's going to hit a chopper to the first baseman. He'll glove it. Mishandles it. He'll still throw over to first base to get the out, but he made it a whole lot more interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was the transfer that got the ball out of the glove, but he was still able to recover. I mean, Renegades just are so unlucky right now. They have batted the bell extremely well. Yeah, that thing hit, been extremely lucky. hit the turf. And that exchange, Andrew Patton steps in, first pitch to him. The right fielder is called for a strike. He is one for two, has a fly out to right field, and also has a single. So two pitches, two outs already. We're in the top of the sixth inning. That one called a ball. One ball, one strike to count. Two outs here. Patton will take that one downstairs for ball two. So it'll take the count to two balls. One strike, two outs here as we play top of the sixth inning. Next pitch to Patton on its way. He's going to hit that one a mile high to center field. But it's not very far into center field. And coming over, making the grab, will be the center fielder for out number three. Another one, two, three inning. But that thing... That thing was a mile in the air, but it didn't leave the ballpark. So we'll pause and be back. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. After I came home from Iraq, I could still hear the booms. Makes it hard to be a good mom. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Naomi Mathis, Air Force veteran. DAV helps veterans get the benefits they've earned. Thanks to DAV, I was able to begin to heal. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. My victory is being able to be here for my children. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Crooked teeth may embarrass kids whose families can't afford braces. And trying to fix their teeth themselves can make things worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. For children and teens who qualify and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, treatment can be life-changing and help them smile with confidence. Learn more at aaoinfo.org. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Boyer's still on the mound. As his team trails three to nothing. Bombers will send hitters five, six, and seven to the plate. It's center fielder Gideon Antle. Designated hitter Brandon McGinnis. And right fielder in Braden DeSonia. Gideon Antle will step in. Boyer's first pitch on its way. That one upstairs and inside for ball one. So it'll be one ball, no strikes, one out, or no outs here, rather, as we play first batter of the inning. That one called strike one. That makes it a 1-1 count. Antle 0 for 2 on the night, has a fly out to left field, and also hit into a 4-3 put out. Ooh. That one 
hit him, so he's going to jog on down to first base. I wouldn't call that a jog. He fully sprinted down to first base. He angrily runs to first base. <laughs> so Braden McGinnis, a designated hitter, will step in. A runner on, nobody out here as we play. Ooh. In the bottom of the sixth inning, that was that was That's a close, close play. Throw over to first base was almost in time to pick off Antle on first base after he is hit by that pitch. Another throw over to first base. Nice boy, he's got a great motion there to tag. The catch and the tag and just that was like a, a no look tag right yeah, there. Just a slick, quick like motion. Baez. Be lucky just to try to catch the ball over there. Runner will go to second. They'll show bunt. They will bunt it down. The first baseline, Mize will get it and tag him for out number one, but it moves the runner over. So it will be out number one. Now right fielder, Braden Desonia will step in. He's the right fielder. He has an RBI double and a fly out to center field. Antle down at second base. Boyer will check on him twice. Now the first pitch. It's going to be a fly ball hit towards left center field. Reether will glove it for out number two. He'll throw over to his cutoff man. That will be out number two. Now stepping in will be left fielder Duffin Makings. He's got a one-for-two game, has a single, and flown out to left field. He does have a stolen base as well. Makings digs in from the left-hand side of the plate. They really just cut off these walk-up songs, don't they? They do. First pitch to him, that one in there, a beauty for strike one. So he'll be down in the count at 0-1. Boyer will look back in. Two outs here, runner on second base as we play in the bottom of the sixth inning. 0-1 pitch. That one in there for a beauty for strike number two. Boyer trying to work out of this after he gives up the first batter. First base on a hit by pitch. Antle at second base. 0-2 pitch, that one misses low, ball one. Gideon Antle, the center fielder, left, left. He led off the inning. That hit by pitch, then got moved over to second base. See the players having some problems with some bugs out here. Boyer apparently has a swarm of something around him, but He's ready now. One ball, two strikes, two outs. He'll check the runner at second. Now pitch on its way. That one missed the outside corner. Even the count of two balls and two strikes. Again, that's one of those pitches I don't think I'd want to take another time. No, that was a good pitch, good breaking ball. Now you see Q 
Keelholes at shortstop and second base, and Angel at second base, both flagging each other down. <laughs> Boyer will step off. I don't know if there's some bugs out there that they're getting or if they're just mocking each being other. coy with each other. So Boyer will step back on the rubber. Two balls, two strikes to count, two outs. A pitch is going to be hit off the end of the bat. It's going to go into left field. Reether will back up on it. He'll make the grab for out number three. And we'll get out of the inning without any damage. But the Renegades still trail by a score of three to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. I left the military with a traumatic brain injury. I came home to fight depression, anxiety, and alcohol. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Madam Greathouse, Army veteran. DAV helps veterans get the benefits they've earned. With DAV's help, I've built a new life for myself. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. My victory is just experiencing life. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. To me, the most important thing about being in the human race isn't winning. It's participating, living life to the fullest, emphasis on living. This is what makes life, life. Yet how much of life are we willing to miss out on? Untreated hearing loss affects our mobility. It increases the risk of falls by 50%. Good hearing health is essential to staying engaged and doing what we love. Hear well and stay vital. Get a hearing health check every year. New pitcher in the ball game for the Bombers. Right-handed pitcher Bennett Brownfield. That's all I know about him is he's a right-handed pitcher. No hometown listed, no height, no weight, no country. But he has a one-for-one record. He has a 1.80 ERA. He's pitched in three games, has five innings pitched, seven strikeouts over those five innings, two walks, and five hits issued during that time. Well, you're, you're just a little off. He is a southpaw, actually. It says right-hander. Just reading what they put in front of me. <laughs> I do see that now, though. You are correct that he is a left-handed. So basically everything but his name is incorrect. Unless my glasses are failing me today, I would believe he is left-handed. You are correct on that. Renegades will send hitter 6, 7, and 8 to the plate. Keelholz fouls that one off as he Ooh, please miss my car. leads off the inning. I'm not liking where I parked tonight. Keelholz is 0 for 2 with a 4-3 put out and a fly out to right field. Next pitch, that one called strike 2. So it'll be no balls, two strikes, no outs here. So we play in the top of the seventh inning. Keelholz is going to foul that one over near the dugout for the Renegades. He might have caught that one off himself, too. Ben Burton, second baseman in the on-deck circle. The 0-2 offering from Brownfield on its way. That one's going to be a chomper hit to the third baseman who gloves it. Throws over to first. And they're going to say they got him by about a half step. That was a strong throw from the third baseman. He had to 
gun it in there, and Kielholz almost legs it out. Second baseman Ben Burton steps in. He's had a double and a strikeout, so one for two nights so far. Brownfield looks in, gets the sign. His first offering, Burton shows bunt, takes it back. Ball one. Man, this guy just, his delivery makes it really good to hide the ball. And he, I mean, he has a great curveball. It almost reminds me of like a 12-6 Clayton Kershaw type curveball. It just comes straight up and then straight down. That one called strike one. And then he can deliver that fastball well also. Yeah, you're right about that. Is he really keeps that ball in his glove and then tucks it behind him. Swinging a miss for strike two. You can see keel holes in the bat, and he had bat before. He was just kind of poking his bat out there. When he grounded out to third base, he just kind of slapped it to third base because he wasn't ready for that curveball. That one misses, takes it even to two balls and two strikes. Yeah, like you were saying, he lifts that leg up and keeps the, keeps the uh, ball in the arm there. Behind the leg, then behind the body. That one upstairs. Before he throws it to home plate, he just does everything he can to keep that as far back. Full count pitch is going to be fouled down the third base line. Burton's trying to jump him on that curveball. He's just missing, though. So we'll do the payoff pitch again. That one downstairs, they walked him. So he will get on first base. We are going to have a substitution. I think that's that is uh, going to be Caden Deal from O'Fallon, Missouri. 5'10", 170-pound left-hander at bat, right-hander thrower. He's a freshman in Northwest Missouri State. Caden Dial steps in. His first pitch to him is called for strike one. Looks like we got DeNoyer on deck also. It's another substitution. That one downstairs for a ball. That'll take the count to one ball and one strike with one out here. Runner on first base, and a bouncing ball is going to be taken on a fielder's choice on a 4-3. But that moves Burton over to second base. So that'll be out number two. Seth DeNoyer steps in, as you were saying. He will take third base for the remainder of the game as DeNoyer. I'm on the roster here. He's from St. Charles, Missouri, six foot two hundred five pounder, right-hander across the board. He's a junior in Indiana Kokomo. He steps in now. He's going to hit a single. Go. Into left field, and that should score the run as Deal will jog across and touch home plate. It'll be an RBI single. Nice. And as 
Deal went across home plate. He picked up the catcher's mask and gave back to him. Now we'll go back to the top of the lineup. Tommy Reether will step in. He is 0 for 3. That first pitch in there called strike one. That took us into the top of the seventh inning, but the Renegades able to get on the scoreboard. They now trail 3-1. That one misses for ball one. First time the Renegades have scored in about 14 innings. They were shut out last night. Now coming from Taco and Seth DeNoyer. Oh, that one called strike two. Did he call that on the swing or on I don't know, but either way. Because none of those are strikes. Either way, it's going to go as strike number two. One ball, two strikes, two outs here, runner on first base. And Reether's going to hit it up center field. And so he'll have a stand-up single with two outs here. I like his two-strike approach. He choked up on the bat. Wouldn't exactly call it a strike call that he had. but Everybody else gets a rally with two outs, so might as well. Happened for the Renegades, too. So Brady Voss, Mr. HBP, will step in. He's had a walk, a single to left field, and a strikeout. Again, haven't uh, seen him get hit by pitch for a while, so yeah, you can got to keep up with that average. Lean into one and get good old Carter Mize up to bat. Our first pitch called a strike. Swung on a missed, I should say. Two outs here, two runners on. That one foul tipped. Loss down in the count at no balls and two strikes. Carter Mize in the on-deck circle. He's two for three. O two 2 pitch, swing and a miss for strike three, and that will end the inning. However, the Renegades were able to get some runs. Oh, run, run, anyways, as they now trail by a score of 3-1. to one. We'll go to the bottom of the seventh inning as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. We worked our whole lives to save, just to spend it on time. With these two, filling buckets of memories. This is what makes life, life. Yet how much of life are we willing to miss out on? Because even mild hearing loss doubles our risk of dementia. Yes, dementia. Good hearing health is essential to staying engaged and doing what we love. Hear well and stay vital. Get a hearing health check every year. Extinction is forever. To save America's most iconic and imperiled species from extinction, we must fight for their future. Fight to save the natural lands that wildlife call home. Fight to limit pollution. Fight for smart development. Fight for their future. And fight for ours. For so goes nature, so goes us. New pitcher on the mound for... The Renegades, as Colin Dimmel will come on the mound. He enters here as we play in the bottom of the seventh inning. He's from Overland Park, Kansas. He's a right-handed thrower, a freshman at Truman State. He enters 
having pitched in just one game, has a 9.00 ERA with one inning pitch, one strikeout, and two hits. The demo will be on the mound. As they will send the hitters 9-1 and 2 to the plate. The demo coming in here, he inherits a 3-1 ball game with the Bombers leading your Renegades at 3-1. Bombers will lead off with their 9-1 and 2 hitters as third baseman Brett Mooney will step in. He is... One for two with a fly out to right field and a single to left field. (laughs) All right. Well, here's Brett Mooney. Small guy, but he's able to rack up the hits for the Bombers as he's second in the team. As he entered the game with a 364 batting average as he takes ball one that was high and inside. one pitch. Strike two looking. That was a beauty. Just throws him on the plate. Yeah, good fastball right on the corner. So one one and count on Brett Mooney. That's strike two. So it is a three one bombers lead. Boyer pitched a pretty good game. He gave up a couple runs, but or a few runs, but it wasn't overall bad. He was able to show his command. So that pitch is taken for a ball, make it a two two count. He had good command tonight. He just got pretty unlucky with this. I'd say with this turf, his balls just flew out of the infield into the outfield. Uh, that pitch is fouled off out of play. Well, like I said, it's a fast ballpark with it being all turf. There's all synthetic turf, no dirt, no nothing here. Only have five hits do the Bombers, eight for the Renegades. Yeah, even though they don't have the runs to show up, they Renegades have actually lit up their offense better tonight. It's that strike three looking. That's a great curveball. So Hemel punches out the first batter he sees. So there's one out in the bottom of the seventh. Now stepping in second baseman Kellen Williamson. He is over, or sorry, he is one for three. Has a double to lead off the game. Popped out to first base and flown out to right field. Williamson, the top hitter so far for the Bombers. He came into the game hitting 480 with 12 hits and 25 at bats. His first pitch is inside past the catcher to the backstop for ball one. It's inside past everybody. But not the backstop. So Williamson batting from the left side wearing number four. Wiggles his bat, gets ready for the pitch, and that one is inside also for ball two. So I'll make it a 2-0 count. Hemel shaking off some more flies. Looks like 
They're all around the infield right now. We had a couple of substitutions. Neuer is now in for Faria at third base. This next pitch is inside again past Anderson for ball three. And then the other one was a designated hitter changed. Yeah, Schumann was the designated hitter. And that changed to Caden Deal. So a 3-0 count on Williamson. Windmills his bat, shakes it up and down, gets ready for the 3-0 count. That fastball is inside for strike one. And he can definitely throw that here. It's kind of interesting to see all the players battling some of the bugs out there. Normally it's just us at the broadcast booth. Yeah, I've dealt with those plenty. As he hits a high fly ball in the deep left field, he's looking up. He makes a great catch at the wall. Man, he just stuck his glove out there as he was running. He runs right into the wall in left field. They might need to check that wall to see if it held up with Reether <laughs> testing the tensile strength of that fence. So Reether makes a great play for out number two. Short stop, Spencer Nevins steps in. He is uh, 0 for 2 with a walk. So Nevins wearing number six, also batting from the left side. Talked about it earlier. Bombers have a lot of lefty hitters in their lineup as first pitches inside for ball one. So Nevins. Wearing number six. Playing shortstop. Windmills his bat around. Shakes it back and forth. Hemel delivers. And that's ball up high. That'll be 2-0. and oh. Demel trying to get through a 1-2-3 inning. Renegades have struggled with those lately. They've done pretty well tonight. Is that Looks like that pitch hit him right on the foot. So no 1-2-3 inning. There's now hit by pitch, runner on first base. Catcher Zach Dillman will step in. He's had a fly out to right field, a 6-4 put out, and he has a single straight up the middle. Newman wearing number 18, batting from the right side. Switching things up for the Bombers. Taking a look at some of those other Mink League games again. It's 8-5, Clarinda leading Chillicothe at Clarinda. And the Raider Griffins now lead the Joplin Outlaws 4-0. That is the bottom of the sixth inning at Joe Becker Stadium. Here, somebody warming up in the bullpen. So Dillman batting from the right side. Wiggles his bat around. Hemmel gets his pitch. Delivers. That's strike one, but the ball gets away from Anderson. Runner's going to make it down to second base easily. Warming up will be Austin Brewer. Warming up for the Renegades. He will be their closer for tonight. I think he closed out the first game of the season here at Liberty Park Day Field. So 0-1 count to Dillman. Hemel delivers, throws. That's strike two on the outside corner. Dillman showing his versatility. We've seen him play at shortstop. We've seen him play in 
in the outfield. We've seen him pitch. Runners going to third base. Ball gets away from Anderson. He's going to stand up at third base. Anderson's still running after the ball. The runner's going to stay put at third base. It looks like Anderson took a tumble yeah, trying to get to that ball. Tumble. That ball, again, this synthetic turf, he comes up smiling. Is got himself crossed up. I wonder if he didn't stub his toe over there on something, but took a tumble. That thing hit on our side of the plate and then rolled all the way down to the other end of the third base dugout. So that miscue makes it a 1-2 count on Dillman. Runner at third base. Next pitch is swung on and missed strike three. So one runner on. No runs, no hits. As we head to the top of the eighth inning for the Renegades, you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Jeff City Renegades here on the Show Me Sports Network. Chris Domine is a husband, father, an athlete, even an Iron Man. But 10 years ago, Chris's kidneys were failing. The doctor said, if you don't get a kidney transplant, you are going to die. Chris received a second chance, made possible by an organ donor. Your well-being changes from loss of hope to better times ahead. What could you make possible as an organ, eye, and tissue donor? Leave behind the gift of life. Go to organdonor.gov, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. If you are struggling to afford your internet bills during the pandemic, there's a temporary government program that may be able to help. It's called the Emergency Broadband Benefit, and it provides up to a $50 monthly discount on your broadband bill to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov slash broadband benefit or call toll free at 833-511-0311. That's 833-511-0311. We'll go to the top of the eighth inning here as the Renegades will send hitters three, four, and five to the plate. They'll be led off by first baseman Carter Mice. He is two for three tonight. Mice steps in wearing number 14, bats left, hits left. He has two hits tonight as he goes against the left-hander. And first pitch is taken down for a ball. Still on the mound, Bennett Brownfield. Brownfield delivers. Next pitch is a strike to Carter Mize. On deck we have catcher Hamilton Anderson. And in the hole we have Andrew Patton. So next pitch from Brownfield is a curveball, and that's going to be fouled out of play, and I hope that's away from my car. Yeah, we were smart. We parked over at the pool again. Uh, you're smarter than I am. It's a little bit of a walk over, but well worth it. So one-two count on Carter Mize. Next pitch is taken high for ball two. Brownfield, we talked about, has a great curveball. Able to hide the ball very well in his glove. He has an over-the-top delivery. It's kind of fooled hitters at points. As his next pitch, 2-2, is swung on and miss. And 
Looks he didn't like hold on to it. Looks like he looks like Mize fouled it off, but catcher didn't hold on to it. He he made a good acting job on it. <laughs> Mize is just screaming, no, no, no. So he knew he knew that catcher didn't catch it. So full count now on Mize. So he's gonna swing and looks like it goes right under first base into right field. Can't see with all the Renegades players, but by their cheers, yeah, we knew it went into judged by the right team. field. Cheers. Hamilton Anderson, he'll step in now. He's one for three, has a single, hit straight up the middle, also has a three-one put out, and uh, fielder's choice, three unassisted. So Myers is now has three hits tonight, continuing to show why he was Show Me Sports Player of the Week as that pitch is fouled off by Anderson. So we're at the top of the eighth inning. No outs. Runner on first base in Carter Mize. Hamilton Anderson. As he's going to shoot that little blooper in the left field, and it's caught by the shortstop. Mize will head back to first base. Now it's be, that's going to be the first out of the inning as Andrew Patton, the right fielder, steps up to the plate. Patton has a one for three night. Pop out to right field, center field, and a single. Renegades have one run on eight hits, one error. First pitch is fouled off to the left side. And then the Bombers have three runs, five hits, and two errors. Tell you, it's getting a little chilly here at the ballpark. Yeah, it's a little different from last night. Mize is taking off towards second base. He's going to be... Thrown out at second base. That is the second time he's been thrown out today. First at home play and now at second base. It looked like he was going to get under that tag, but no such luck. So that makes it two outs in the inning. 1-1 one, one count on Patton as he swings and misses for strike two. So the momentum the Renegades had is diminished. So there's now two outs. One, two, pitch to Andrew Patton. Swung on and missed strike three. So the Renegades strand their lead hitter in Carter Mize. See also, well, they didn't strand him. He was thrown out at second base. So no runs, one hit for the Renegades as they head to the bottom of the eighth inning. You listen to exclusive coverage of Jeff City Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. There's just something about music that stirs the soul, makes us crank it, let go and come alive. This is what makes life, life, right? Yet what if too much of a good thing today could make us miss out on life tomorrow? One in five American teenagers now has some type of hearing loss. Loud noise is the most common cause. And these days, we're plugged in louder and longer than ever. Let's hear for life. Turn the volume down. Roxanne Watson is on a mission to have more people sign up as organ, eye, and tissue donors. What drives her? Roxanne received a heart transplant made possible by an organ donor. I decided that day to devote myself to signing up the most people in the United States. (laughs) That's my goal. Now she's a powerful force for good. What could you make possible as an organ, eye, and tissue donor? Leave behind the gift of life. Go to organdonor.gov, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. 
New pitcher in the ball game for the Renegades as Austin Brewer will check in. He's a six foot hundred and seventy five pound right hander from Cypress, Texas. He's a freshman at Texas San Antonio. He's pitched in five games, has a one and record, a one point nine two ERA with one save, nine point nine and one third innings pitched, seventeen strikeouts, four walks, six hits. Well, the Bombers will send hitters 4, 5, and 6 to the plate. That'll be Jacob McWhorter, the first baseman, will lead off. Well, that was a huge buildup and letdown there by the PA announcer. <laughs> As first baseman, Jacob McWhorter. I didn't catch his McWhorter. It's batting left-handed, wearing number 28. First pitch from Brewer is a big old fastball. That caught Anderson on the way by. Yeah, fouled straight back. Anderson's going to walk it off a little bit. That's a blistering fastball from Brewer. So umpire's giving Anderson time to just walk it off, kind of breathe. He's going to feel that tomorrow even more than he feels it right now. Well, he's a tough guy. He's going to crouch back down. He's going to finish off this ball game. As 0-1 pitch from Brewer is strike two right down the middle. So we're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Leadoff hitter on. No no runners, obviously. As 0-2 pitch from Brewer is strike three right down the middle. That's a beauty. Yeah, not really sure what he was looking for, but it was a beautiful fastball just right down the chute. Yeah, three-pitch strikeout. Now stepping in center fielder Gideon Antle. He was hit by a pitch last time he was up. He's 0 for 2, had a 4-3 put out and a fly out to left field. Ansel batting on the right side as he takes, or I should say swings at the first pitch for strike one. That was a big league cut right there. He's got batting gloves in his pocket, but has chosen not to wear them tonight. That is definitely not my forte. Well, I hadn't chose to wear them any time we've seen him. That's a blistering ball in the left field for a base hit. He's going to be rounding first. He's going to head his on, on his way to second base as Reether takes a long time to get the ball back into the infield. So Ansel has a stand-up double as there's one out in the inning. There's some shadows out there. Look like it got lost in the shadow. Designated hitter Brandon McGinnis will step in. He is 0 for 2 with a hit by pitch. McGinnis batting on the right side. Runner on second base and Antle who had a laser rope to left field for a base hit. First pitch from Brewer is a strike but called a ball. Brewer's been pumping strikes so far. He's given up the double to Antle. But it has looked good since he's come in. 
So one zero count to McGinnis. So he shakes his bat, pitches thrown. That's a ground ball. Foul. Fouled right off the dugout. Yeah, if I didn't see the Renegades players bailing out of there, I had no clue where that went. Yeah, I didn't either. I saw it hit the, or the, I think you call it a net. Bounce right up. I had no idea. It was a million miles per hour over there. So that makes it 1-1 on McGinnis. Brewer delivers, throws, swings, and miss. And that's strike two for a 1-2 and two count. So runner on second base still. 1-2 count on Braden McGinnis. Swung on and missed strike three. Another good fastball blows right past him. And Brewer now has two strikeouts in the inning. Right fielder Braden DeSonia steps in. He has a fly out to center field, an RBI double, and a fly out to left field. DeSonia batting on the left side, wiggles his bat, wearing number one. Brewer's looking to pump more strikes to him as he's done that very well so far. As first pitch is grounded to Denoyer, he falls down, he picks it up, he throws to first base, and he is thr- thrown out by Denoyer. That was a great recovery. Yeah, he just stuck stuck with it, threw it over, and got the out there. So no damage done. Brewer strikes out two, gives up a double, and then a 5-3 put out. As we head to the top of the ninth inning, Renegade's still down by two. It's a 3-1 ball game. You're listening to exclusive coverage of the Jeff Sunny Renegades here on the Show Me Sports Network. Performing on stage takes mental and physical preparation. But one thing I never thought to prepare for was cervical cancer. 91% of cervical cancers are caused by the human papillomavirus, or HPV. The good news is there are vaccines that can protect you or your children from cancer. I survived my cancer, but you can stop cancer before it starts. Talk to your doctor and go to thinkaboutthelink.org to learn more. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. New pitcher in the ballgame for the Bombers. That's Antonio Escano. And so far, about every pitch he's thrown has ended up at the backstop. He's pitched in three games. Has three starts. He's two for one. He's pitched 19 points. A few years ago, Steve Faircouse. Sorry, got too many things going on again. But he's pitched 19.1 innings, had 35 strikeouts, eight walks, and eight hits. Wow. 35? That might be a typo. I think that's right because he was player of the week last week for the performance that he put up against us. Now that's impressive. As Joseph Kehoes comes up to the plate and 
Wow, gets lucky and takes a ball. I looked right down the middle, but I don't think he's going to complain. As 1-0 pitch, big, big fastball. Now I kind of see why he has 35 strikeouts in less than 20 innings. He's got a hearty fastball. His next pitch is making his catcher almost dive to his left. And for ball two. During his warm-up tosses, he blew the glove off the catcher at least twice. 2-1 count to Kuhos is another hardy cut for strike two. He's going to have to start swinging while he's setting up. This guy has a great fastball. So 2-2 count on Joseph Kuhos. He stays alive, fouls it straight to the backstop. Ben Burton, second baseman, he's in the on-deck circle. So a shortstop cue holes has to call his time, but he has a 2-2 count. Kuhol is wearing number 18, batting from the left side. Wiggles his bat and rests on his shoulder. Next pitch is down low for ball three. And if they aren't able to hit this guy with this big fastball, the least they can do is just walk their way to some runs. So we are in the top of the ninth inning. Renegade's still down by two. Next pitch is swung on a miss, strike three. That pitch would have been ball four, but... Second baseman Ben Burton steps in. He had a double, a strikeout, and took a walk last time he was up. We've seen Burton do some magical things in the ninth inning here at Dave Field. So he takes first pitch for a ball. Burton batting from the right side. He has a 1-0 count. Next pitch is called strike two. Fastball right down the middle. So we have one ball, one strike, one out. Next pitch is low for ball two. Even though they don't have many runs, Renegades have improved their offense by a lot over the past couple games. That next pitch is fouled off to the right side out of play. They only have one run, but they have eight hits tonight, which is more than they definitely had last night. They only had three last night. But they've been pretty unlucky on the base paths and pretty unlucky on the field. So they haven't played a bad game. They just happen to be losing. Next pitch is taken outside for ball three. So that makes it a full count on Ben Burton, the second baseman. It's full count pitch on its way. It is fouled off. Uh, I think it went over the roof. Not exactly sure. Let's just say the ball just disappeared. But we all know it's foul. So full count still on Ben Burton. Next pitch. Swung on a miss. Strike three. So back-to-back K's on that devastating fastball. Yeah, Scano. Scano was who the Renegades faced where I know uh, game two that he pitched that they saw him, he had, uh, I think, 
nine strikeouts and like 11 at batters. That's pretty insane. That's some Jacob DeGrom type strikeouts right there. Caden Deal, the designated hitter, steps in. Takes first pitch for a ball. He sends the next pitch. High fly ball in the center field. Center fielder has a beat on it, and he's going to make the catch. And that's going to end the ball game here in Sedalia. As the Sedalia Bombers win 3-1 to one in nine innings against the Jeff City Renegades. So Renegades lose their third straight. And they now move to 7-8 and eight on the season. They fall under 500. And the Bombers improved to 9-6. and six. So I think that's not all Mink League games, though. As they'll move to 7-6 and six in Mink League action, and the uh, Renegades will fall to 7-8. and eight. So they'll flip places in the standings. They're giving away their drawing for their 50-50 raffle, so... Another tough game. The Renegades were able to at least muster some hits, but just couldn't find a way to get those runs across the board. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't think this was a terrible game by the Renegades. I mean, they had plenty of offense. I mean, they did lose some runners, but they got cut down at the plate one time. They got thrown out at third. I mean, there's just some pretty unlucky plays the entire game. I think this is just an unlucky situation that just didn't pan out their way. And they were only ended up with one run, but at least they were able to rack up the hits tonight, and they were able to rack up the walks. So they were on base. They just weren't able to score any runs. And the pitching was able to hold it down as they only gave up three runs. As Boyer looked good, Brewer looked, Brewer looked fantastic as he had a great fastball tonight, didn't give up any runs. And I don't remember the other pitcher that was in, but there was only three pitchers tonight for the Renegades. Colin Demmel. Demmel, that's right. Demmel looked pretty good also. We'll take it a look at some of the little mink league action. Top of the eighth inning at Joplin. The Outlaws trailing the Griffins by a score of four to nothing. So they've cooled off. And then uh, the Clarinda A's, they are leading the Chillicothe Mudcats by a score of 13 to five. And that uh, at Chillicothe. So that one does not uh, have a final yet. But uh, they, they don't live stream it. They just post scores periodically. So it's 13 to five. Chillicothe Mudcats leading and then as we said, the uh, Griffins leading the Outlaws by a score of four to nothing. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I'm just hoping the Renegades are able to pick it up as they play Joplin again tomorrow night. And they've had three straight losses, but I'm just hoping they're able to put it a little bit together tonight. They just weren't able to carry it all the way through. But I'm hoping they are able to do that tomorrow night as they can hopefully look to go back to 500 as they're now 7-8 and eight on the season. And I'm just hoping for a good ball game tomorrow night. Well, we will be back in action, as you said, tomorrow night as we'll be at home at historic Ernie Vivian Field in Jefferson City. The Joplin Outlaws will come to town. That first pitch set for 7 o'clock pregame will be about 6.40. You can hear that on the Show Me Sports Network as we'll bring you live play-by-play coverage with the pregame show starting at 6.40, first pitch at 7 o'clock. Until we talk to you tomorrow night, so long and have a great evening. You've been listening to the best game coverage in the Mink League on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network.
Blake Gazaway, Grayson Smith, and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Centurion Communication, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins Ford, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, the Dugout Sports Car, Edward Jones, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Ponchero, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, and Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com and jeffcityrenegades.com. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.